What's up, guys? Welcome back to Worth the Wait. I am your host, Cookie Miller, and I am so excited because today, finally, my good friend, Dr. Siobhan LeBlanc, is here, and she's going to talk to us about all things diabetes prevention. I'm so excited. Siobhan is my former colleague. We work together as fitness instructors working in the corporate wellness space, and Siobhan's also a former pharmacist. I believe she's gone back into pharmacy, but of course, she'll tell us a little bit about her story And now she is working to help all types of people to prevent diabetes. And she's very, very passionate about the same thing I'm passionate about, of course, you guys know, and that is helping people in communities of color. So everyone, please welcome Dr. Siobhan LeBlanc. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Cookie. It's an honor. I'm so grateful to be here with you today. Yes, of course. I know you're very busy. You have so much going on. So I appreciate you taking the time out to talk to us. Um, I really want this episode to be something that really just speaks to our listeners. Uh, Most of our listeners are women of color. And as you know, our communities are definitely the communities that are most hard hit with issues like diabetes, high blood pressure. And I know that you know so much about that. So I know a lot about you, but the listeners, of course, do not. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your journey in to the fitness world, as well as your transition from pharmacy into fitness. Absolutely. I uh, have been a pharmacist for about 13 years. And so I spent a lot of my time in retail pharmacy. That means like CVS or Target. And so um, prior to that, I worked as a clinical pharmacist for an insurance company. And we would do these quarterly client meetings or we'd talk to them about their drug utilization, you know, of all their employees. And there was one particular company that implemented wellness strategies. And within a quarter, within three months from the time we visited them, they implemented these wellness strategies. They saved a quarter of a million dollars on their prescription drug spend. And so that lit a fire under me. I said, I want to be a part of that. I want to do what they're doing. I want to help people get healthy. And so at the time I was working in pharmacy, I took a job at the Y. And I started... I was the women's center uh, person who opened the women's center at 5 a.m. So I would literally get out of my bed at four o'clock in the morning. I would drive to the women's center. I would work like a three to four hour shift and I would go work in the pharmacy for like 10 hours. And I did it for like four years because I loved it. I felt like the work I was doing at the Y with fitness was so much more beneficial to the help of people than what I was doing in a pharmacy by putting pills in a bottle. And so I wanted to expand that. I wanted that to grow. I wanted to go from being the lady who made the coffee and cleaned the machines to be someone who was influential um, in changing the lives of people and educating people about the benefits of health and wellness. And so that's where it started. And so it just started there as the person who opened the Women's Center and it kind of grew from there, from doing uh, group exercise classes, personal training, aquatic fitness, and um, diabetes prevention. So it just grew from that. Oh my gosh. I never knew that was the start of it. That was the start. That was the start. Okay, I, went, so- I was the women's center person at 5 a.m. Crazy. And you're pouring up the coffee and stuff. So you're just like getting everything set up. Yeah. And nothing so fitness how, related. How did it happen? Like, how did you, how did so, you even stumble across that? So the person at the time, you cannot think of her name right now, but Stephanie, she took a chance on me. I went into her office. I had an interview. I said, listen, I have zero fitness experience. I have none. I said, I am a pharmacist. I am degreed as a pharmacist. I said, the only experience I have is I used to run track. That's it. So that's my experience with fitness. <laughs> I said, but I have a passion. I told her about that meeting. I said, I want to learn. 
I said, I'm open to learning. You know, no job is really too menial for me. I'm willing to do whatever y'all want me to do so that I can learn. So I went in with a very open mind, an open heart, and I just really wanted to learn. I felt like fitness was a key. And I wanted to know as much as I could about that key and share that key with everybody else. And then I would go to work in the pharmacy and tell people about the importance of walking and talk to them about, mm -hmm. you know, have you considered joining the gym and do you work out? And so it just kind of grew from there. Wow, that yeah. is beautiful. Of course, that's the way it happened. Like, right. <laughs> you know, if you know Siobhan, if anyone, because I know some of you know, I tag Siobhan on IG and stuff. If you know her, you know that this is how it had to happen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it wouldn't just be anything regular. It had to be, yeah. it had to it's be. It's always a story. Always a story. Always, always. always. Um, so let's kind of transition into talking about your clients that you work with. And I guess we can talk about it from the fitness perspective, as well as your clients that you work with on the pharmacy mm -hmm. side. What are some of the most client issues that you see? And why do you think you see those issues so much? So one of the things when I worked in pharmacy, because I spent uh, like more than 10 years there, I would see, first of all, chronic comorbid conditions. So I would see people who are not only high blood pressure, they had high cholesterol, they had type two diabetes. Most of them were overweight and most of them were people of color. So that was the, you know, they call it like the trifecta. Like you would see the same thing, metabolic syndrome, which you talked about a lot on your podcast and in your post. There's just this combination of multiple disease states all at one time. And so I would see that a lot. So my clients tend to be women. Um, I focus a lot in my classes and in my personal training about them building strength. I think strength has a huge component in not only slowing down the progression of chronic illness and disease, but also increasing the longevity, improving people's lives over time. I think strength training and weight training has a is a huge component in that. Um, I want to see, especially African-American people, and that's not against any other um, people group, but because I come from that people group and I've seen so many of not only my patients, but my family members who died of chronic kidney disease, who died of uh, chronic heart failure. If they had known about the things they could do to modify their lifestyles, they might still have been here today their lives may have been extended. And so that is that is what I talk about. But I see chronic illness. I see over eight medications a month. I see overweight. I see issues with arthritis and pain, you know, because of the weight. So I see a lot of that. And so I really try to push and encourage my patients, my participants about the importance of making fitness a part of their lifestyle. And Cookie, if I could just share one particular story. Yes, please. I took a job as I'm still pharmacy, but I'm doing more of on a contractual basis. And um, I did a lot of work in nursing homes. And it was very interesting to see men, middle-aged men, men of color, middle age, that are in nursing homes because of a stroke. Mm. And a stroke is something that is when you you're, you're black oxygen in the brain. And that can be caused to a multitude of factors, but smoking is a factor. Mm. Elevated high blood pressure is a factor sedentary behavior is a factor. And so those are things that can be controlled with lifestyle. So it is truly a domino effect that we don't have to be in nursing homes at 80 and 70 and 60 years old. We can live, and I say we as people of color, we can live active, vibrant, healthy lives until we. it is our time to go. And I have a passion for that. I want people to know that a diagnosis of a disease is not a life sentence. You can reverse it. You can change your life. You can change your health. You can take control of your health. 
Yes, yes, absolutely. And I'm glad that you shared that, and especially mentioning, you know, people being of an older age and still being able to live such a vibrant life. Someone that I really love and admire who does that on social media is Ernestine Shepard. I don't know if you've ever... I think, I don't know her by her name, but I think I know exactly who you're talking about. Yes, I think I do know who you're talking about. She's a bodybuilder, right? Yes, she's a bodybuilder. She's a black lady. She is up every morning at like 5 or 6 a.m. on her walks. And she encourages her community to do it as well. Um, She she does all types of crazy stuff, girl. She'll be drinking egg yolks and stuff like (laughs) stuff like that. But I mean, she's I think when she last did her competition, she may have been 76. So she's older Uh, than that now. And she she teaches classes and everything. I love that. And this lady has visible abs. I love it. I love it. Listen, Listen, I'm just trying to catch up. <laughs> Listen, that's what I, I was thinking. Inspiration. This is an inspiration for me. This is an encouragement. You too can have abs in your 80s. Yes. Yes. Yes, and it's absolutely. So it's so interesting you mentioned Miss Ernestine because today um, I teach a boot camp class here at the Y twice a week. And so one of the gentlemen in my class is 74. Okay. And so uh, I thought he was the oldest. But there's another lady who's 78, Cookie. And so, oh just, to, just to kind of give a just to kind of give a, a a clarity on this, in my boot camp class, we are not sitting down. They are doing rope battle ropes. They're doing TRX. They're doing walkout. They are doing full body exercises, high intensity exercises, for fifty five minutes twice a week. And wow. they are of a sound mind. They are not under the care of anyone. You know, they are walking. They're living independently. Yeah. And, in my mind, this is what it should be like. You know, like our age does not mean we have to be sick. Age does not mean we have to have all these health issues, especially when yes. they're preventable. Absolutely. And it's so beautiful that they get to be in like your class. They're amongst generations Mm -hmm. of other people. Right. A lot of times when you think about older people in the gym, you think about like the silver sneakers classes or in the chair, which some people do have to do for mobility issues. Mm -hmm. But it's such a blessing that you have people who are older that are just getting down with the young folks and doing the battle ropes. I love that. I love it, too. (laughs) And they're so inspiring to me. You know that it's never too late. It's never too late to take control of your health. It's never too late to make different decisions that can have a positive impact on your life. So I love it. They inspire me. Yeah, yeah, that is awesome. So I want to know a little bit, since you are focusing on type 2 diabetes prevention specifically, how do you recommend that someone starts to make lifestyle changes? Should they start with something like portion control, um, exercise? Can you tell us a little bit about what you teach? Yep. So our diabetes prevention program is based off of the CDC's diabetes prevention program. And there are two particular metrics that are required to be met within the year-long program. One is to lose five to seven percent of your starting weight, as well as to engage in 30 to 35 minutes to equal 150 minutes a week of moderate intensity exercise. The other component is group accountability. And so I love what you're doing with shrink fit programs, with shrink print systems, because it really promotes group accountability. And I think that's what really helps people. It's also, you know, everybody, most people know, I could probably lose 10 pounds. No, I could I could probably, you know, lose five pounds. Mm-hmm. And most people know that they should exercise, right? But most people, I don't think, appreciate the support of the group accountability and having that support to talk through your situation. So, for example, I went to a party 
last night and there were so many sweets there and I really struggled with sweets. So sharing that in a group setting, someone else can say, wow, I have that same experience. I can, you know, I can give you some th tips on things I've done to help me overcome that particular situation. And then there's success there because I'm not always the person sitting there telling them, hey, you should do A, B, C, D. It's your person that you're working with saying, hey, I have struggled with that same issue. This worked for me. Let me tell you how it can work for you. Um, another thing we talk about is a nutritional component. We talk about how to build a healthy plate. And I talk about this in my ebook, Eat to Ease the Pain, that the goal is to eat a lot of vegetables. So when you're planning your plate, you want to eat 50% of non-starchy vegetables, 25% of protein, 25% of starchy vegetables. And what I tell my class is that if you eat like that, the majority of the time, you can eat at any restaurant in the world. You can eat at any restaurant. It, it doesn't limit you to say, you know, because a lot of times I think people think that too. Well, I can't have, or I, yep. this gives you an opportunity. It gives, it opens up the whole world to you. You can eat anywhere if you think about eating in that way. And again, with the exercise, we encourage a 30 to 35 minutes of moderate intensity exercise. And we focus and emphasize moderate because I think sometimes a lot of people don't know what that is. So we talk a lot about their target heart rate, what that should be, their maximum heart rate. We put, I'm, I'm one of many coaches but in my classes, I try to carve out five to 10 minutes of exercise in every class. So that mm -hmm. way I, I ask you to exercise, but I'm also going to show you because I think there's also that a lot of people know what they should do, but they don't have the example. They don't have the example. Yes, there are YouTube videos. Yes, you're on Instagram. Yes, I'm mm -hmm. on all these other people on Instagram <laughs> showing the examples, but sometimes that's not enough. Some people need a little bit more support. And so I'm grateful to share that. Um, with just doing a little calisthenics, just a little cardio in our classes. So lifestyle modifications are key cookie, not only to prevent type 2 diabetes, but to prevent high blood pressure, to prevent high cholesterol, to reduce strokes, cancer as well. Lifestyle modifications have been shown to reduce the risk of, as we lower our weight, we, we lower our risk of increase of abnormal cell growth, which causes cancer. So we have to implement more lifestyle modifications and I'm and I'm all about that girl you just listen you gave us all of the tips and I absolutely love it one thing that you were saying about you actually include exercise in your classes so what what are these classes like are these like at community centers like what does this look like how long are the classes um, so the, and then you said the program is a year mm -hmm, the program is for a year the classes are an hour once a week for the first 16 weeks. After that 16 week period, we meet to every other week for two months. That gets us to six months, okay? The goal is for you to lose the five to 7% in the first six months. But if you don't, the year is extended to you, right? Okay. But you try to encourage people to lose it in the first six months. Um, and, and in those meetings, we have these modules that we go over all of the specific things. We talk about stress management. We talk about building a healthy plate. We talk about how to handle, um, uh, holiday time. We talk about exercise. We talk about all those things in the class. And so it really helps to promote and encourage them to take an active role, right? So I'm not just kind of saying you need to do A, B, C, D. We provide examples on things they need to do. So for example, we talked about the other day how to sh shop and cook to prevent type mm -hmm. 2 diabetes. So we actually set up a menu. So I said, hey, you guys, I want you to schedule me and plan me a healthy lunch. I want somebody to plan me a healthy dinner. I want someone to plan me a healthy breakfast. And they went through and did it. And that's the thing. I can tell you all day what you need to do. 
but by doing it in the class, it helps you to to start a trend of this is what I'm going to do when I'm outside of this class. Now, right. I have to give you a success story. Please, so I was going to ask for one, so I'm yes, so excited. <laughs> so this is my this is my third year with First Mile Care. That's the company that I that I contract with. Two years I spent teaching the classes for the YMCA. One particular lady, she we talk about tracking. And I'm sure you do too in, in your program. We talk about the importance of tracking your food, tracking your steps. And one of the participants argued me down. She said, I do not have time. I do not have time to track. I have all this other stuff. I said, okay, I understand. I said, I want you to try. Just try for three weeks. Just try to track. Whenever you remember, think about tracking. She ended up paying for an app to track. Like, so I, I kind of refer them to free options, like my fitness pal. Mm-hmm. But she ended up paying for an app on her phone for like $8 a month. And she ended up losing the most weight. She lost 30 pounds. Wow. She was one of the, the success stories of the program. She lost 30 pounds. And so she started, she was losing weight, so much weight that she would go to parties and go to events. Like, what are you doing? What have you done? And she said, I go to this program once a week. I walk and I exercise. I lift weights 30 minutes a day. That's it. And she had a trainer before Cookie and had not reached the goal. She had a trainer before. Wow. And she had not reached her goals. And just the group accountability, the encouragement, talking about the food, I think it really helped her. The tracking helped. And at the end, she said, you know, I fought you tooth and nail about tracking. And tracking was one of the things that supported me on my journey. It it made sense. If I looked and saw that I had however many calories that day and I was under that, she's like, that really encouraged me to keep going and make healthy choices all the time. So it's I've seen the success of the program. I yeah. wish more companies would implement a diabetes prevention program because it is so helpful. And, you know, on the other side of it, I used to be a pharmacist. I worked in clinical pharmacy. Like I talked about that client. The cost to manage a chronic illness is expensive to a company, to an employer, to, to our society, to medical, yeah, to hospital systems. It's so expensive. And so implementing prevention strategies are key to, pro- to improve the health of the patient, the employ- employee, and to improve the bottom line of the employer. So you save money yeah. if you have healthier employees, right? You improve productivity. So I could talk all day. I and we can listen all day. I'm like, keep going. <laughs> Don't I stop now. But listen, look, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, wow, like this is something that my company really needs or could use, or I have, you know, coworkers that we're always trying to encourage each other to do like a, you know, a diet bed or a biggest loser type of thing. Listen, contact Siobhan, reach yes. out to Siobhan. Yes. She can come on. She can get in touch with your company and figure out how to create a program for you guys as well. And she yeah. has the results to prove it y'all that's yes. just one success that's one that's just, <laughs> that's just one they they encourage us to do it in a year and so it's beautiful to see people do it in six months and again i think what you are doing with your program is so vital because that group accountability is huge to know that hey Every Thursday at two o'clock, I'm going to have to talk to Cookie and give her an update on what I'm doing. I'm going to have to go and put in my weight or put in my, track my food. That's support. You know, a lot of people have the knowledge. They know what to do, but they don't feel supported. And I think the support is essential. 
Yeah, 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 absolutely. You need to have somebody around you who can relate, who understands, who's on the same path. Absolutely. It's really nice to have that, and especially when you have a facilitator like you leading the course who's so knowledgeable. I mean, so knowledgeable. Imagine that your personal trainer is also a pharmacist. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, that is fantastic. I know that your clients must feel so, just so supported. They feel very they have a lot of insights and they ask me a lot of questions outside of fitness questions all the time. <laughs> I have this on my toe or I have a fever or like, <laughs> tell me which is apple cider vinegar the way, like I get all of these questions in the session, you know, often outside of fitness. But to me, I take that as a blessing because if I have access to information and I don't share it, what good am I? Right. I have Absolutely. the degree, I have the insight. Why would I not share it in my community? Why would I not make it available and accessible to as many people as possible? Why? So I, you don't have to pay me to do it. I want you to know. So I'm going yes. to give you the information. I want you to succeed. I want you to be healthy. How can I help you do that? How can I um, open your eyes to see that this is something that's accessible and doable? I yep. came from a small town in Louisiana where most of the people are unhealthy. You know, you see so much disease around and a lot of that can be changed with our with our, our lifestyle. And I want to be a, a large proponent of that. I want to encourage that. Yeah, um, oh, yeah, absolutely. I think our, our backgrounds are so similar. We're both from Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it's, you know, when you're living in the southern part of the U.S., especially like we have so many traditions, I'll say, yeah. um, that just are contributing to our health in a, in a bad way, in a poor way, um, in a way that we need to restructure and change. And I think that, you know, our generation and the generation behind, behind us, us do it. I really think they're going to do it. I agree. Um, so for me, the same way that we're supporting our older adults in our communities, you know, I'm looking at my nephews like, okay, how many packs of fruit snacks have you had? <laughs> Let's right. have a real piece of fruit now, right. you know? Right. Right. Um, and I, I think it's important that all generations are working together so that we can start to heal. And you are definitely a huge part of that. And I just want you to know that, you know, as my friend, but just also as someone who watches you and admires you, I can see you changing the world. You are a, and I know, I know, I know, I get it, I get it. It sounds, and I I can't imagine what the listeners are thinking right now. Like y'all have to understand Siobhan and I are friends. Yes. Um, We met in fitness and we've been friends for years now, but this woman has, it's just her heart. It is her heart. So know that everything that she's saying right now is coming from her heart. And I just see her changing the world. Yeah. I mean, when the from the first time I met her, she said she was leaving pharmacy to get in the fitness. And I was like, why? <laughs> I mean, I don't know what you guys know about fitness, but being a trainer, I mean, versus being a pharmacist in terms of like pay, it's, it's far off. Um, so this was in her heart and I just, I see her advancing in all these different areas and now she's, you know, working with school districts and working with all these different, and I'm like, well, what's next? I mean, if we go from city to state (laughs) to national to international, it sounds to me like you're a world changer. Let's go. Let's go. And, 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 you know, I'm, I'm not going to cry on your podcast. Thank you for your beautiful (laughs) compliment. But I want—I just want you to know that um, 
So let me just say this. I'm not going to cry. Oh, Lord, I'm Don't fine. cry. We're not doing tears today. My fake lashes don't fall Yeah, you got off. lashes. You got lashes off. <laughs> but I think to have someone like you who is so supportive and so just such a... Oh, no. I'm going to start crying. But such a woman who has a heart for women and who has a heart to see women be their best selves um, from the inside because I know your journey and I know how fitness changed and influenced your life and how you have a heart to influence the lives of so many other women of color. And it's so beautiful to see. I think oftentimes we are pitted against each other instead of coming together to lift each other up. And so I just want you to know and whoever listens to this podcast, the world to know that as real as you are, as genuine and loving as you are online, you are you are that in real life. You care about people. You love people. You invest in people. You pour into people. Cookie has personally invested in me financially, emotionally. She has been a true friend. Y'all just do not understand. There are not a lot of First of all, there's not a lot of black people in fitness, women who are who are collaborative and who like to support one another. And that is absolutely the opposite of who Cookie Miller is. She is supportive. So when she's on the calls with you and talking to you, it is coming from a, 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 a heart, from her heart place. And so all the things that she's doing, all the opportunities, the open doors, the presentation, that is all very real to who she is off of this platform. She is a supportive woman and she's a supportive friend she is a believer she's an encourager i just i don't know how else I, I like every ah. all the things all oh. the things she is all the things and i don't know if you don't know me i'm not someone who's very i'm always encouraging all my classes but i'm i say the word friend not lightly i do not use that word for a lot of people i do not Dang. i am not very close as far as exposing a lot of my personal things to a lot of people um and so cookie is has been a uh, a, a sheltering friend a very supportive friend a place i can be 100 percent transparent with and i i appreciate that because again in our in our um, um professional space as well as personal space as black women you just don't always see that and so i pray i pray one day i can be as good of a friend to her as she has been to me she has just been a wonderful person a wonderful woman a wonderful friend and so again i don't use that word lightly and i'm so grateful for this opportunity so if you are a woman listen to this podcast you are a person of color or not look to see how you can support another woman yeah yeah how can you clap for another sister and not think it's taken away from you how can you encourage someone on their journey how can you speak life into someone yeah. Because when you do that, you are being just like the person you're listening to. Because that's exactly what Cookie does. Y'all, she she, like not. she she won't be coming back, guys. She <laughs> this girl making me cry. And I, I said I'm I was like, gonna not cry. Gonna make me cry. You're not gonna make me cry. Oh God. Ali, uh. You know, thank you so much. I, I'm just going to accept that and hold Please, that and keep truth. that close because, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think as women, a lot of times too, it can, well, maybe not all women, but for me personally, I speak for myself. It can be hard to accept, you know, compliments. compliments. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll just say 
Thank you. Thank you. You are Thank welcome. You very much. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, okay, we have a couple more things to get to. Um, and this is this is an interesting question to ask because I feel like we kind of have answered that through our, our conversation already. But how do you feel that you will inspire others to start changing their lifestyle? Um, I, I said this before and I'll share it here. I think the more authentic I am, it gives people the freedom to be authentic themselves. And I wasn't always authentic. I struggled a lot with low self-esteem and being a people pleaser and trying to fit into other people's thoughts of what they think I should be. And um, I think the more authentic and true I become in me, that encourages others to do the same. Um, A lady, uh, I don't know, I posted something on social media and she was like, you just don't know, you inspire me. I didn't even know this. She's never liked my post, never. But she, I saw her elsewhere and she shared that with me. And so I've heard before, as we all have that, oh, people are watching you and you just never know. And, you know, just keep on doing. But that's a very true statement because I'm just going about living. And I think that as you go about living, there's something, all of us, if you're alive, God has a purpose for you. There's a purpose and a plan for you and for your life. And it's not about you. It's often much bigger than you. And I think as you walk in your life and your journey and you discover what that is, um, you inspire people. You know, I think as you discover your true self, who you really are, you fly, your wings get all long and expanded and colorful. Just by being yourself, just by being, existing, you are inspiring people. I got a text today. It's crazy. If, if you were to know me in my 20s, 16, 15, I look at myself and I'm I'm just like, who are you? Because I know where I came from. I know my life. I know where I've been. Always with my head down, never loving my, I know where I've been. So to receive, to have people tell me that, and look, I'm not teaching fitness or, or teaching diabetes to get people to clap for me or anything. I'm doing it because it's something in my heart that I love and that I want to help people. Yeah. And by doing that, just by being and doing what you feel God has called you to do in this season, you're inspiring people that that may never tell you. So today I get a text from this lady in my class. We talk, we laugh at the pictures. She texts me, she had my cell phone. She wants to go into fitness. I'm encouraging her to do it. She said, you know, I just wanted to thank you for encouraging me because you inspired me. I had loads of, I'm looking at the text like, you? Not you. Right. Not, not you. you never know. You don't know. You never you know. You don't know. And we assume that people are coming in all dressed, smiling, happy, that yeah. they are not dealing with some internal struggles in their life. And by me being me, I'm not putting on, I'm just enjoying my life. I'm just out here trying to do the best I can and live according to God's will for me. That inspires people. I don't get up every morning like, I'm going to inspire 10 people today. I don't. I just get up like, Lord, please help me to do my best today. Let let somebody get something from me today. May people see me and see you today. That inspires people. Just being yourself. Being yourself. Loving yourself. Walking in the plan that God has you. Just journeying. Walking forward. And again, I look at myself now and I'm like, I don't. Who are you? Right. The evolution I know where is. You came from. <laughs> like, who? But, but I think this is who God intended for me to be. 
and the, 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 the struggles and the trauma, it was to stop me, but it didn't stop me. Right. It didn't. Right. Even if it was designed to, it did not stop it you. It didn't. It didn't. It's and only a part. You know, I want to touch on that authenticity because, again, I think, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm just a, um, I wasn't going to say a pessimist, but that's not the word <laughs> that I'm looking for. But, you know, I don't want people to listen or watch and think like, oh, you know, like she's just, Siobhan has been like this since day one. And when she talks about authenticity, again, we met working in the corporate wellness space. If if you guys don't know what that is, this is very large corporations. We were in Houston. I'm talking huge corporations, not like a small building. Marble floors and little, you know, like nice. And I would be coming down the hall and I can hear Siobhan <laughs> from the gym. <laughs> carrying on about something, you know, in this very professional space. And I also want to note pre-pandemic professional space, right? Like things may have gotten a little more lax over the last few years, but this was before that. And this woman was who she was from day one. And I just admired that so much because I would go into the corporate spaces and put on my corporate hat, you know? Hi, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome, okay, today we're in class. We're gonna start with, you know? And then Siobhan be like, come on, y'all, let's go. I'm like, oh, you know? Cause when I was teaching at 24 or like, you know, teaching at a big box gym, it was different. I could be myself, I was real chill. Um, but when I got in those spaces, sometimes I try to button it up a little bit. So it was so refreshing. Because like, like Siobhan said earlier, th- we, there just aren't a lot of us black women in the fitness industry. And when at that location we were working at, I think there were three of us mm-hmm. total. Mm-hmm. Three, yeah. three of us total, at least who I remember who were there regularly. Mm-hmm. At that time. Um, at, at that time. And so she encouraged me. I was like, shoot, well, then we about to turn this corporate thing. <laughs> we about to turn this up. 6 a.m. class. Like, what's good? <laughs> That's was real. good. Um, but, you know, that turned into so many people loved my class, you know, and so many people gave, you know, shared these compliments with me and everything. And I think that a lot of that in that corporate space came from just seeing you and observing you. So like you said, you know, you never know who's watching. Never know. You, you even had uh, another experience of that here recently. And I know you've talked about it a lot, but I feel like when you have these wins, like, what? I mean, they haven't heard it. So <laughs> tell them, tell them. Yes, you okay. tell them. <laughs> okay, so I gotta go back. Yeah, I'm gonna go back. Go okay. back, back, back. So year before last, no, 2019, 2019 or 2020. I think it was 2020. It was 2020. Okay. Um, he was following Christy Muhammad of Women's CEO uh, Global Power Tour. She was like, "Hey, Shawn." thinking about going to this tour, uh, would you like to go? And so I was like, okay, let me look it up. And then I looked it up and I was like, oh, girl, man. (laughs) (laughs) And so Cookie calls me and she's like, we're going to the Global Power Tour and I have your ticket. So Cookie paid for my ticket, paid for the experience. And I was just like, you know what? Mm -mm. Nah, they don't make them like that. Mm -mm, No. (laughs) And so Cookie, like I said earlier, invested in me, invested in me getting to have this opportunity, this experience. It was a wonderful conference. So many gems dropped, so much knowledge being dropped, took some of the stuff that Christy and her panelists shared and implemented it. And I just started being a little bit more um, 
a little bit more forward in, in what I was doing. So I was being just a little bit more confident, a little bit more assured. And so two years passed. I think it was two years, Cookie. Two years passed to this year. Yeah. I feel like it was 2020. I feel like wait, it wasn't wait, wait. 2020. It wasn't 2020 because 2020 would have been the, the online one. It was 2019. It was 2019. And okay. correct me if I'm wrong. Did you leave the retail pharmacy job that next month? I left. Yep. The conference was in November. <gasps> I quit the pharmacy job. We're going to have to praise this. Y'all just going to have to see this. Y'all have to see Even make the connection. I didn't. Because wow. no, I me either. I just thought about it. I just remember because you had, I posted like new beginnings. I posted like, because mm. you and I have been talking to you about it. Like I was kind of scared to leave and all this. Yeah. We had a whole meeting at Starbucks. <laughs> December 20, the 31st, 2019, I left the pharmacy, not knowing that three months later, there'll be a global pandemic. Wow. Hot, 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 fast, fast, fast forward to 2022. Again, all this time I'm posting, I had opportunity to speak at this, speak for, um, be a champion, speak wrote for the two books. He wrote two books, a lot of things. I uh, got a contract with Foodie TV to, to put um, um, cooking shows on there. Just a lot of different things were happening. I was the virtual person for the white, a lot of great things happening. She went None on TV, y'all, during oh, that time. Right. <laughs> I forgot. Okay. <laughs> I mean, sometimes there's just so many things. <laughs> things are happening, right? And so on TV twice. Anyway, okay. All these things are happening. And this happened right when I left my job. And I was so scared to leave that farming. I was so scared to leave that salary. I was just so scared because I was like, what am I going to do? I don't even know that many people. I don't have that many clients. But when I, I wrote a children's book called Fearless for Girls. And when I stepped out from that job, I did that scared. I was afraid, but I did it anyway. And so I was like, I have to live this. If I'm writing a book to kids, telling them to not be afraid, I have to live this. Yeah. So the more I do scary stuff, like leaving my job, the more scary stuff, I, I just keep doing stuff afraid. And not just doing random stuff, like, but right. that I feel like are on my heart, even if that fear tries to creep in. And so we go to the conference, the conference was this year. All right, this time I, 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 I bless Cookie. And so I get to the conference the day before, I'm not gonna share that, but anyway. What? No, li listen, tell us the story. If you decide to cut it out, we'll cut it out. But tell okay. us the story. <laughs> so I had been talking to a gentleman the day before, somebody that I liked, and he was like, I don't wanna talk to you for whatever reason. So this happened the day before this conference, okay? I'm like, oh my gosh. So I'm telling Cookie's like, okay, keep on. So anyway, I go to the conference and um, everybody's coming in and I saw Christy and I told her hello and uh, you know, just everything. And so the first panel was great. Everybody shared great gym. I'm writing everything down. Dr. Joseph was there sharing about, uh, sharing about, um, grants and everything. Yeah, shout out to Dr. Joseph. Dr. Joseph, yeah. Another woman who supports women Another who women, has yeah. a love for the black yes. community for the in particular. Minorities. Oh, man. She dropping major gems. So there's a break and then Cookie and I is hosted in this beautiful hotel. We go to take pictures, photo shoot. I see Christy and hugging, saying hello. And, she's, and I was like, oh my gosh, the conference is so wonderful. It's like, oh, it's only going to get better. And I was like, mm. <laughs> Because I'm like, of course it will, because there's going right. to be 
the rest of the conference is going to be great because this part has been great and going to be so much information shared and everything. So I go and I sit down. And so she, and correct me if I'm wrong, Cookie, but I think in the past she's given smaller stops, like multiple stops. She's given like yep. a certain amount here, a certain amount there. So I don't know why, but I got the full scholarship amount. So I'm sitting down, she's announcing the scholarship. And so I'm sitting there and I'm just, I'm probably drinking some champagne, chilling. <laughs> and I hear my name. But then I'm like, what? So Cookie is sitting to my right. One of my friends, Dr. Katasha, is sitting to, sitting to my left, I think. Shout out to Dr. So, Katasha. Hey, Dr. Katasha. So, <laughs> he's like, girl, that's you. Get up and go get your... I told her, I said, go get your blessing. Listen. When I tell y'all Siobhan was frozen for probably 15 to 20 seconds, which if you understand, this is a ballroom Correct. at a beautiful hotel. hotel. Hundreds up of there. women. Chris yes. is on stage. The yep. MC's holding the mic just waiting like, for her. Yeah. People clapping, like, go Siobhan. And so I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, who is Siobhan? And like, <laughs> I find, so I get up and I walk up there and I'm completely floored for a few reasons. One, I didn't know Christy even paid attention to any, I don't know mm. who was the selection committee. I don't know who, I don't know you if somebody- never know. I do not know how. Truly the favor of God. I don't know. Like, this lady has never probably liked one of my... (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, does she even know what I'm doing? So anyway, the love in the room, the support in the room was beautiful. Truly beautiful. I'm so grateful to her for selecting me. I... Again, I feel like I don't even know what I did to, to even merit the scholarship. Every Whatever I do, when I have these opportunities to go and speak, when I have these opportunities to go and share, it's truly out of a love for wanting people to be healthy. I just want them to know that they can age gracefully. They, can, they don't have to be on medication. They can reclaim their health, especially for people that are close to my heart, you know, who are her grandmothers and moms and you know, and women who have experienced different things in their life that make them feel like they are unworthy or they're not beautiful or they're not strong. Those are the people that I'm attracted to. I want I want people who have high blood pressure, who have cholesterol. And I'm like, come over here. Right. Let me show you how you can reverse your illness. Let me show you how you can get off of one or two medic. Oh my, I gotta share this story. Please, please. Let's Just tell me the story. Okay. <laughs> so it's a lady that came to my class, my water aerobics class. She had just uh, been diagnosed with type 2 diabetic. Her A1C, and for those that may not know, A1C is a diabetes marker that doctors use to determine. It's a blood test that they uh, pull every three months to kind of determine how um, someone is doing with their type 2 diabetes, whether it's managed or not. The goal is for that number to be six or below. When this lady came to my class, she was 10. Her A1C level was a 10, and she was in water fitness. That was in July, October. She's now at a 6.7. She lost weight, completely changed her lifestyle. She started in water aerobics. I would see her sometime in my class, walking on the treadmill. So it, it went, it started in the water mm-hmm. and then transitioned to moving into treadmill. Then it moved into her. She took one of my boot camp classes. I'm telling you to hear that, you know? And so again, she texted me. 
I just wanted to let you know, my doctor wants to take me off medication in January. Wow. Like this is, this is why I'm doing it. Yes. Medication has its place, right? Medication has its place. But oftentimes I think that healthcare professionals can be quick to write a prescription instead of really giving people the tools they need to yes. make the lifestyle change they need to. Fitness professionals should be more integrated into health spaces, into hospitals, into, yeah. into doctor's offices, because they really have, they are a tool. We are a tool to really help improve the lives of your patients. If you say you want your patient to be healthy, then not talking about nutrition and not talking about fitness, it, it's almost like you're being dishonest. Because if you really want your patient to be healthy, you're going to include those things. You're going to talk about, like you talk about hormones. You're going to talk about stress. You're going to talk about um, family history. You're going to talk about all those other things, not just writing a prescription. Yeah. And so it works. I've had too many stories. People tell me it it works. So many stories. And this one in particular is is really inspiring because you said from July to now, so like five months or so as the September is filming. And I think that's important for people to realize. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times people come into this and if they are, you know, maybe pre-diabetic or if they've already gone into full-blown diabetes or they have hormonal issues, a lot of times people think this is going to take like this huge overtaking that's going to take all these years and all this time. And sometimes that is so daunting the thought of it, that people don't even start. Right. But you sharing stories from clients who have had that type of success is so important because guys, it is just small incremental changes over time can okay. make a huge, huge difference. difference. A huge difference. Absolutely. So I'm, Absolutely. I'm happy to hear about that for sure. I, I'm, I'm overwhelmed and grateful to know that. She's, she was not my personal training client. She's just someone who took my class. Mm-hmm. She did not get a trainer. She just, she just had to be in the room. She just had to be in the room. She just had to have the experience. And so when I hear stories like that, it just really reminds me that I'm here and I'm on purpose and I'm making a difference. Yeah. And so I'm just going to keep going. I'm you have to. We need you. The community needs you. The world Listen. needs you. You got to keep going, girl. And I, I need <laughs> everybody. I need everybody because we all rise together. We all yeah. rise together. We all Absolutely. rise together. Absolutely. So tell us where we can find you, how we can follow you. We want to keep up with all of this greatness that's going on. So how do we follow you? <laughs> well, um, I'm on Instagram, Dr. Siobhan Wellness. No spaces, all over cap. Um, I'm on Facebook by the name of Siobhan LeBlanc. I'm on LinkedIn, Siobhan LeBlanc. I have a website, www.siobhanleblanc.com. Will you spell has, it out for the people who don't absolutely, know? Absolutely, yep, which has my ebook access, my children's book on there. I'm going to put some of these testimonials on there too. Kind of encourage people mm-hmm. just in case they travel, like, you know, fly by my website. So it's www.s-h-a-v-o-n-l-e-b-l-a-n-c.com. Yes. And we'll also put it down in the show notes so that you guys can check it out. Um, Siobhan has not. She has mentioned a couple of times that she does have two books. One Mm -hmm. is Fearless, Mm -hmm. which is incredible. I send this book out to any of my new clients who have daughters. I send this to them. It is an incredible book. I've gotten so much good feedback. I had uh, one person who like wanted to reach out to you. I don't know if they ever did, but they were just so touched by the book. And then the second one is Eat to Ease the Pain, right? Yes, Eat to Ease the Pain. Yes. It's an ebook that's available. Um, I think I dropped the link 
Um, so hopefully it's accessible via here. But it's an ebook that really talks about some tips to help you to reclaim your health, to reclaim your health, have generational health through your eating. And so it talks about how you can lower um, inflammation through some of the things that you're eating. And so it talks about that plate that I talked about. It has recipes in there. It's, you know, some little stories, encouragement in there. So it's been I'm, I'm so grateful to have shared that because again, yes. people are like, I don't know what to eat. I don't know what, I don't know. So it gives you a little bit of a, a, a tool book, a guide. You can yeah. Use. Yeah. Something yeah. to follow. And I want to do something with that. So I, whenever the book first came out, I thought it was a, it was going to be a physical book, but it's an ebook. So I have a ton of copies Mm -hmm. um, and I want to give it away to someone who is listening. Okay. So I want to give away two of my copies to someone who is listening. And the way that you can enter to win is when you hear this episode, if you just take a screenshot, wherever you're listening or watching, if it's on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google, wherever you're listening and tag us on IG, We're going to enter everything into a drawing uh, for the week whenever this episode is released. And then within that week, we'll go ahead and just run two different uh, two different pulls to see who the winners are of Siobhan's ebook, Eat to Ease the Pain. So make sure that you guys do that. Thank you so much. Anything else you want to leave us with, my dear? Uh, This has been a wonderful. Thank you again for your platform. Thank you for the opportunity. And just know, ladies, whoever may hear this, that you can do it. Whatever it is that's before you, whatever your goals are, whatever your your greatest desires are, you can do it. Don't be afraid to reinvent yourself. Don't be afraid to learn more about yourself. And don't be afraid of your authentic self. Be you. Be you. Enjoy the gift God has given you. Be yourself. Siobhan, you just need to turn everything into a quote. I, I feel like I've gotten so many quotes. So when you see it on IG, just as like the little the little text post, I'm gonna put your name under it though. Dr. Siobhan LeBlanc. Cause listen, she she drops all the gems. <laughs> So anyway, guys, listen, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Worth the Wait. Remember, if this episode or any of our episodes have helped you, please consider leaving us a five-star review. And of course, if you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot, tag us. Definitely take a screenshot this week because you'll be entered into a chance to win the ebook. All right. Thank you guys for listening. And I will talk to y'all next time. Bye. Bye.